Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. I am your host, Brandon Pham, and with me, Ray Graham. How you doing, Ray? Hey, what's happening? What's going on, man? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm here. It's been it's been a minute. I've seen this this raggedy Ryu looking shirt you're wearing. Like I don't know what's going on with this thing. <laughs> oh, I have an undershirt today, feeling kind of pledge, but flashing. But uh, if you haven't read the title, we this is a roundtable news episode where we kind of hit up uh, the biggest topics of the last month. So let's get right to it, guys. As always, these are opinions of our own. Please do not try to get us fired. Uh, I can't. I'm untouchable. And Ray's almost there. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about it, man. So there's a lot of things that came up this past uh, month. And the biggest, at least for me, I know like there's a good amount of factors that uh, you don't care as much. But... Um, uh, Let's talk about you first, right? So, at first, uh, there was a huge amount of hype, at least from this side, that I liked about the Steam Deck, right? So, the Steam Deck came out to a select a few. There's a lot of back orders. They're still kind of catching up with hardware. Uh, but overall, I think reviews are out. There's a lot of hands-on from news outlets, from journalists, that are delightfully... And maybe surprisingly, liking what they're seeing. So what are your thoughts, man? It's interesting because yeah, people are saying that. like They're like, oh, a lot of the reviews are good. A lot of the reviews are good. And then I see a review, the title from The Verge. And, and the title is, The Steam Deck is a Glorious Mess. And so, <laughs> right and and um and of course you know they talk about all the good things about it and what makes it great you know portable pc gaming is here right um but yeah. also talk about all of the bad things which is like you know it is it's emulating most of the games and a lot of are emulating most like the vast majority of them right and and yeah. a lot of them just don't work a lot of the ones that you would want to play don't work and and then um 
games that say only support mouse and keyboard. You have to go through all sorts of fiddly setting up the controllers and, and the touch pads and and that level of that level of customization is cool, but like I mean it's just it's just turning it into a, a fiddly piece of hardware that I don't like I, I'll just repeat what I said way back. I don't know who this is for. Maybe it's for the the Steam hardcore that want to play games on the portable devices and they will take the time to set up custom controls for um, a keyboard and mouse game that will work to make sure that it works nicely on on, on a Steam deck in this emulated fashion. But no, nah, man, I, I just can't. I just I just don't see people doing that as in any sort of large numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a slow grind. I don't think it's like one of those, uh, I said this before, it's not one of those switch moments where suddenly everyone's adopting it. Uh, I, I do think it's a PC hardcore audience first, and uh, at least the reception has been kind of positive, uh, at least from that crowd. It, it um, The one thing that I think we agreed on day one is that it has the most comprehensive uh library day one launch right we're talking about your whole steam library uh let's, that is available let's, to you let's let's say it properly right okay um it's not your whole steam library okay and Good nobody problem. knows exactly what percentage of your steam library works sure. it's sure. up to you to do to, to realize that right and then when yeah. you play a game that doesn't isn't supported you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna feel it Right, you're gonna be like, oh, let me pop in and let me play Destiny. Oh right. wait, that doesn't work. Right, so right. so it's not your whole entire Steam library is available to you. It's what it's what currently works in through the emulation, right? Yeah, there, there's a there's a good number of factors. Sure, I mean, <laughs> no, but but that's my that's my point. Right, is is it is a weird I, launch? I it's kind of like I an early. Believe, I don't believe that's good for the customers. I, I I don't believe that's good for the customers. I like some people may be able and I, like if especially if it's a hardcore PC crowd, maybe they can look past a lot of this stuff, right? But it's definitely not something that I would want to sell to every customer that's out there. Like you get so many complaints. This game doesn't work, this game doesn't work. And you can't say, well, you know, it's a Linux machine, that's why it doesn't work. Like people are not trying to hear that. Like a lot of people are not trying to hear that. They just want the thing to work. You know, and because it's a uneven experience, like I just don't know if that's the thing to be supporting. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it, it's a weird hardware launch because it's not quite a launch. Not everyone has, uh, you know, I I I I, uh, I reserve mine, but I have yet to kind of get a solid date of when I'm going to get it. It just keeps yep. being pushed back. It seems to be an early beta type of release, right? Uh, not a lot of people um, have access currently and not knowing really if by the end of the year that people that pre-order will get them. So it's kind of in this uh, static stage of, I can only equate it to early beta release, right? So with that means a lot of the library, like you said, is unavailable and that's kind of okay uh, in this little phase that, that that's well, in, in well, testing some of them... Well, some of them will never be available, right? Like, and, I, and, I, and the developers have said that, like, you know, you're not ever going to be able to play, you know, Fortnite or or Destiny on the Steam Deck as of right now. Right. Right. Um, 
so like maybe that will change right but there's no there's no there's no time in it there's no time in sight where we we know okay now the whole entire steam library is going to work on this thing um right. yeah i mean it is it is what it is man it, it is what it is it definitely is <laughs> i would say that at least the reception i, I was kind of surprised that even with me kind of being excited over it, I was kind of surprised that um, it wasn't dead on arrival, right? Uh, even though there are some questions about where it's at and part of what is exciting about this whole thing is that audit that people are kind of willing to wait on, except for Ray, right? Um, I think the potential of it outweighs a lot of those shortcomings because it's not like people are being delivered bricks at their doorstep, right? It does work. I mean, the software I mean, part is just a third party issue where not everyone has signed off on I it. Mean, so of course they don't have permissions about it. Yeah. With consoles, content is king. Like with, with these devices, the content's king, the content that you can play. And if people get value out of it, that's what's going to tell the story. Um, is, is, is it dead on arrival? Like nobody knows if it's dead on arrival yet, quite frankly. And Valve can lose money on this, no problem right you know what i mean and, and wait and see how how it turns out right um so like so i don't think we know right but this this is yeah like if you tell me it's a better it's a better um nokia engage or it's a better uh, nvidia shield yeah okay cool i guess you know what i mean right but um yeah. but like i i don't see the crowd that is targeting saying oh i need to have this thing to play my pc games on, on the on the go right like as as a matter of everyday life to the point where this becomes like a, a big thing um i just don't see it uh, especially when it's a piece the pc market is full of people with big ass monitors and like 3090 ti's and all sorts of nonsense in their in their rigs right running games at 4k native at 120 hertz right like yeah you're gonna have a a, a a lesser experience than that and it's portable and that's that's where the value comes from but a lot of that crowd is just really hardcore right and and most of the people i know that are hyped about it um about the uh, steam deck like they're hyped about it but then they're not gonna buy it I, you have yours pre-ordered right but still they're they're hyped they say oh this is so much so much potential here i could game on the go and i'm like what you're not gaming on the go with the switch right now yeah. and and like and the switch has in my honest opinion of all the games that are on PC that I love so much, right? You know, Nintendo's catalog on the Switch stomps all of those games, right? So, you know, you can just buy a Switch and play on the go and, and have a blast playing some really well-designed games that are made for that device. Um, but Steam Deck, you're playing some games that you're gonna have to go and fiddle with and set settings. And maybe that's, one, that's another thing that's one of its powers but that's that's only for the super hardcore beat, the who will tolerate setting up all this thing, settled settings and throttling the GPU to save on the battery and all, all that nonsense. Like no, yeah, no, no. I don't, I, I don't think it's as bad <laughs> as you're putting it, man. Dude, you're dude, like read, yeah, read worst case scenario right now. No, read the Verge's review, bro. It's right there. Yeah, you read that so, review. So you're yeah. saying overall, it's a more negative. Reception. I would say I would say that it definitely calls out some of the good things, right? But all the bad things it calls out are all the reasons why I'm like, nah, I don't know, I don't know who this thing's for, right? Mm -hmm. And it's and I think it's all the it's all the things that I think Valve is like, yeah, we can live with that. That's fine. 
right? And I'm like, nah, I don't know. I don't know if that's fine. This is, but that's just my opinion. So what what are you foreseeing here? That if uh, if this continues, right? Do you think it's yeah. eventually going to fizzle out, or do you think Valve is using this data to create kind of some software updates? Is is it, are all these things software update? Uh, fixable, it like might, cyberpunk. It might, it might, <laughs> it might sell no man's more than a, than a Steam box, maybe. Steam box. Oh my god. Yeah. That brings yeah, back memories. Yeah. What but happened no, to if, that? If look, I was talking, I was talking about this with a friend, right? And yeah. he was like, "Found knows knows what they're doing," and I'm like, "What? What are you talking about? Like, it like the Steam, me. the Steam controller, the Steam, the Steam boxes, like, I." I they don't knock it out of the park every single time. You know what I mean? Um, they they do make mistakes and they do, you know, this thing might not sell. Like, and and I don't see enough people clamoring for it to say that they're, they have Steam boxes on pre-order to the point where I'm thinking that this thing's gonna reach anywhere near the king of portable gaming. Yeah. You know, Nintendo numbers, right? Damn near every person, on the globe has some sort of Nintendo handheld, right? That's what you're competing against. Or, or you just say, nah, we're not competing against that. We're making a portable PC. Like what? <laughs> you know, like I just, I just, who's this for? I don't, I don't get it. There is a distinction between <laughs> this, the, the switch and, and this though, right? It's, there, it's a portable. I just said what it was. It's a portable. It's a, there's a lot of games that isn't available yeah. on switch. That yeah, but is what, available what I, for, I understand that the PC has a lot of games that Switch doesn't have, right? But like, like I said, I, and it's arguable. People can argue with me on this all day yeah. if they want. Yeah. But but when Nintendo releases games, those are the best games ever made. Yeah, Nintendo. Right. In terms of, they're like the PlayStation for Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation and, and and Nintendo those, have the strongest first party. Those, Nintendo those, is number one. Those games right. are made to use the hardware that they're built on specifically so you're saying nintendo has already have already well let's just compare the two companies right valve versus nintendo because that's an interesting comparison i don't think a lot of people have made right Um, switch switch and steam no just in general the two companies right valve and nintendo i don't know who's worth more it has to be valve right in terms of company worth like it's probably that was private, right? It's a private company, right? But, is it um, Nintendo private? No. No, Nintendo's no. public company. But, but um, it's a public company. But they're but the, know, they're pretty. Their worth is only like sixty billion or something, right? It's like Activision. No, more than that. Let's look this well, up. Well, I mean, I don't know, but if if you think that was worth more than sixty billion, you think that really? I don't know, man. <laughs> Gabe is super happy, and uh, know, those know. guys never release games. And uh, I feel yeah. like they've been like that since early 2000. <laughs> man, uh, like, I just feel Nintendo's Nintendo, working way harder than Valve. And Nintendo uh, is 7.46 trillion yen. What is that? Good right now, Japanese yen. To USD, let me see what it says. That is sixty-four billion. Oh, hit it right in the net. All right. (laughs) So you don't think Valve is worth as much as Activision and Nintendo, basically? I I would be surprised. I gotta look this up. I'm too curious. Yeah. 
I guess that's all private. We don't know. Valve, Valve was valued at ten billion in two thousand nineteen. That's three years ago, and yeah, that yeah. was probably then, at its height. But yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, sixty sixty billion is quite far. All right, sixty billion. All right, Nintendo is worth more, and I guess. I thought because of Valve having its uh, marketplace, it, it, it kind of shoots up there in terms of value, but I guess it's uh, it's good enough for just 200 employees, right? Nothing special. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's a small company. and, and uh, 10 billion, games. that's it? Yeah, no that's a lot of money, hurting. dude. That's a lot of money. Man. Well, for over, <laughs> sure, I, it's a lot of money, that's, but that's I, I just feel like if you own like a piece of every game ever made since the early 2000s, like, what 30% take that's got to be I, I thought that was more I, I honestly thought that was more yeah I mean but that's speculation right that's not even real figures and all that kind of stuff, right? it's just yeah. estimation so but anyway my point is my point is is like like when it comes to quality of games Nintendo has that down I feel right so if you want to play games go you gotta yeah and yes you can't play control on the Nintendo Switch I know you can play Witcher on the on the Nintendo Switch though how old is Witcher? Right. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> That's the so, problem, dude. You're you're, so, you're naming uh, like four year old games. There's no, still like, I, a huge hunger uh, for for these high end PC games to be is portable. It huge, is a huge hunger really though? Is it? I think there is more and more yeah. people, even with remote. I feel like it's a drag sitting in front of your computer to play games. It is, right? Unless it's okay. a multiplayer shooter, people still like. Not for everybody, man. Portability. You can could, could set it up where you you have you have your PC hooked up to your family room TV. You can do all sorts of things to get around. That is such stuff, a right? small niche group of people that can I'm do just that. Saying, I'm just saying, right? But also, I don't think a lot of PC gamers are like. Oh man, I hate sitting in front of my PC. They're PC gamers, so of course they love sitting in front of their PC. That's why they got these gaming chairs, and that's why Secret Lab making all this money, right? Like, I mean, they love sitting in front of their PC, most hardcore PC gamers. Guess I'm right. getting older, man. Here's the <laughs> thing, man. With remote working, yeah. I hate sitting in my chair too long. Yeah. It's like I, I work you. during the day, and I want to play some games. I want to change a scenery, man. If I want to yep. play outside, that'd be great. That that's to me. That's what makes the Switch so accessible and so appealing. It, it 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 moves you away from your standard TV and chair scenario, and yeah, uh, there's a good portion of games that is uh, that is unable to do that because of the restrictions of the the hardware, right? So Steam is the only thing to me so far that offers that. Yeah, we can argue about Game Pass. Still, though, it's not quite the same because it's you're renting and. Uh, I don't know. Have you have a chance to play with Game Pass? You know, oh, on your phone? Oh, not on my phone. I I tried it on um, I tried it on my like stream. Like you talk about the X the X Cloud part, the streaming part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I tried it on. Have I tried it on my phone? I I think I tried one game on my phone. Yes, and and I also tried it on on a web browser, and it's yeah. it's 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 pretty decent, right? Like, on the phone, it's a little bit a little bit. A little sketchy, Lighty. right? Because I think um, you really want like a, a Bluetooth controller on your phone. Yeah, but you can play touchscreen. But if if you're really oh, I'm not even. But but, but I'm like, why are you yeah, playing I'm touchscreen? Like, no. I'm like, nah, I'm like, I can't do that. 
No, but yeah, so I think on phone, you really do need the Bluetooth controller, and that's when it kind of falls apart, because you're like, am I really going to carry a whole Bluetooth controller and my phone with me everywhere I go? Uh, so having the controller and the screen and everything, one form factor makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like that part of it, I, th- I think xCloud has way more opportunity Yeah. because the initial LA money is less. A lot of people got phones that are capable of streaming this stuff. You know, like there's a lot of potential there other than the control issue that, that you have to get around. Yeah. Well, I am reserving to pass judgment. I'm just not quite there yet uh, to to kind of give my full review. I am looking overall, I guess I'm leaning towards more of the positive views of people saying this is answering all my gaming needs on portability right yeah these are non-switch who's, games that we are liking who's, who's, who's yeah i see a lot of reviews saying they can't wait to kind of see what else they do with it but so there are a lot people, of all the people that got early copies yeah and are getting paid the right reviews have all said really good things about it cool <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just i'm just checking i'm just, I'm just checking i hope like, I, I hope i just I wonder how many how many of your listeners and people that follow your your podcast are like all about actually it. got reservations for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in how many people just randomly on the street that I walk up to would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm all about it." Like, I, I'm really curious about that. I think more people are waiting to be on the second to third wave of of receiving and, and ordering receiving it. People are waiting and seeing. Sure. I think it is one of those things that you just have to see someone with it outside to uh actually virtually line up to get one (laughs) it it is a hard sell outside of the niche group such as myself um yeah because you know what i'm gonna do right away i'm gonna be like oh my steam library let me play my most played game ever on steam let me load up civ 6 yeah i think for me i have so many games (laughs) in my library that yeah i do have like this weird need to distance myself from the computer after I work, right? Uh, mm. I just can't sit. And, the, you know, I'm playing through Limbo right now, right? That's how far back my playing that's library way, That's way far back. That's way, Let's far, way back. far back how how I am. I'm kind of going this platforming stage right now. And uh, and I can't wait to be able just to not sit in front of my computer, right? Um, I mean, like... Like I said, there's a there's a, a good number of games. All these epic are, games are, that I'm getting that for free. No, there's a ton of games that are, are playable on controller that are lightweight enough that they'll be fine. And they're also they have console versions that people play on consoles all the time. There's a lot of those games and, and maybe people enjoy that, right? Um, but I'm just like, there will be edges that people are going to hit up against and be like, oh, what is this? Like, this is not working. Yeah. Right, and and that's where I'm like, I don't know, man. And then some people are gonna say, well, what do you expect Valve to do, right? Because it's like they can't make or they don't want to make a Windows box because of all the Windows licensing fees and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so they can't run these games natively; they have to emulate them. Um, and I'm like, well, like a way that some like what they did with Steambox was like, you got to make your stuff for Linux, right? Yeah. And everybody was like, "Well, we ain't doing that, <laughs> right?" Because they, because yeah. because then you have now you have to convince developers to to uh, support support this platform. Right? Yeah, I would and, say and that's can, the 
and you can target Steam Deck directly, and you can make a Linux game directly and tailor it for Steam Deck, right? But who's going to do that when there's not there's no users that have it yet? Like yeah, somebody, I, I would say the, the biggest the Valve misstep where they got too trigger happy was when they reacted to Windows kind of going through what was it? It was the trigger effect, right? It was they were worried about Windows kind of charging everybody to go through the windows store or something right yeah it was when windows started like requiring apps to be signed and moving away from the open the open ecosystem that the pc has always been forever right and and valve was like this is unacceptable you know we need to ensure their survival and keep it open source but i feel like it was just a too quick of reaction they could have they should have stepped back since then uh when windows didn't go that way right well Windows went that way for a while, and yeah. now Microsoft was kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, our bad. Sorry about that. Like, we we were tripping. Sorry, we're tripping." And they right. Kind of stepping back. Well, it. yeah, and I feel like Valve should have followed <laughs> because, <laughs> as a business, it is really hampering. Like you said, developers developing for their hardware. I mean, they're they're really seriously doing hardware now. We've seen it with their um, VR set. Right, we're seeing it now with their uh, Valve Steam Deck, right? And like you said, it, it's it's preventing growth, and uh, and I do hate the fact that I have to do some kind of boot leg of Windows to play my Epic Game Store games that I have, which you know that library is growing, right? I just want to have a Windows ability portable laptop right so i don't want to go indirect way of doing it i don't want to run into issues so so this is where pc thinking is really bad right pc thinking is like oh you can run like a million programs to kind of make it work but it won't work out of the box and that is a huge like you said blocker for a lot of regular consumers to pick up a system and just enjoy the games they have if if you're you're selling it as if it's a portable console and portable consoles, you pick them up and they work. Yeah. And everything I try on it works. Right. And I have a great experience because it's an ecosystem of the platform and this whole thing, right? But if you give me a portable PC with all of its intricacies PC of issues. PC gaming, yeah. right, then it's only that market you're selling to, right? Um, My hopes is because it's such a good piece of hardware <laughs> that it's a software problem that they'll Tesla it up and just provide an update that kind of ties this all, you know, I this mean, whole yeah. thing. Like, I mean, software, yeah, software is always going to improve and there might even be another version of Steam Deck down the line, right? But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think like just out the box, as soon as you're like, we're going to emulate and then we're going to put tags on games to say which games run great on Steam Deck. And also like from the review too, some of the games that are marked as run great on Steam Deck do not run great on Steam Deck, right? So, so, uh, and you have to like valve games run great on Steam. And you have to turn, <laughs> you, have, you have to turn knobs, right? So, but as soon as you have that, you're already admitting you're like, look, like we can't fix it all, and we're just gonna let you know which games run and which ones don't, and you're just gonna have to live with that. And I'm like, so you're betting against Valve being able to fix this issue, like they're gonna make peace. I mean, they are definitely not as strong as they used to be. I think if it was like maybe eight ten years ago when they were on top of the world they would have this power to go to like a third-party publisher 
to kind of influence yeah. their decision to kind of no there's just inherent to... there's just inherent issues with emulation right and yeah, yeah you can make the emulator better over time and, and fix some of those issues kind of like how microsoft did with um, xbox uh, backwards compat right xbox 360 backwards compatibility yeah. uh, they had a list these games are backwards compatible and then a few months later they have another list with more and they over time they kept adding more games to that list right yeah. that's because they're all running through emulation and some games never made it onto that list yeah right because it the emulation didn't work in those cases or they didn't have time to get around to it or it wasn't a popular enough game to get around to it yeah right and so and if you are one of those people now on steam deck and there's one game that you love to play you want to put yeah i can't wait to play this portable and it doesn't work and it's the whole reason why you bought a steam deck is to play that one game that doesn't work that's a bad experience for you even though 80 70 whatever the percentages of games on the, on the steam library are playable on it right all you need is one person to have one bad experience for it to be a bad experience yeah you know what i mean ah well <laughs> mine's coming yeah, let me know man let me know and, and if you get it and you're like yo it's the greatest thing since sliced bread i you know you're completely wrong i mean yo that's that's good for you let well i'm tactical so i i have no issue of turning this laptop you know and make it work <laughs> for me right i mean right, right. Yeah. you know we have a mutual friend he, he turned his psp into like this crazy emulator and it and it still works to this day right yeah. and uh I, I hope that Valve is able to do the market research on the PSP and why it didn't work, even though it was a way stronger piece of hardware. Even to this day, it's pretty damn powerful, right? Um, and, and figure out why and 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 how they can make their <laughs> theirs better, it's so it doesn't reasons. fall on the same reasons. same issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's look at this, man. So. Uh, on from the Steam Deck, I think at some point we'll re, uh, come back to it. At least by then I'll have one, hopefully. Uh, and we'll, we can talk about more. But the last month alone, uh, you know, Dice 2222 uh, happened. And on top of everybody's mind and leading up to that point, it was all about blockchain and NFT, right? So before you groan, before you shut this podcast episode off, right, I am actually very surprised to a certain degree, how people are so turned off by this subject right away, right? Um, Why are you surprised? I'm surprised because it's just a piece of technology, right, that is being evaluated right now, right? Is it? Well, here's a news article that I pulled up, right? Kind of transitioning from Valve and their Steam Deck, Gabe Newell obviously has... uh, his thoughts about it right and he he probably worded it the best where he he thinks that it's not the technology per se that is the issue here it's the people behind it the 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 bad actors who are using it that doesn't have the people or consumer best interests at heart right so that to me is the crux of the problem so i want to at least illustrate that you know there's a difference there and when i'm I'm not there yet, and I keep repeating this. I'm not there yet to make up my mind that this is this technology is bad for everyone. This is the worst thing that ever happened since like loot boxes or loot crates, right? Uh, it's obviously being adopted everywhere else, 
you know, people out there, celebrities are making bank bucks, right? Yeah. Maybe it's part of a marketing ploy, right? Mm. Obviously, it's being pushed by people who has the money right now, whoever, uh, who has all the best interest to make it work. So they're throwing everything at it to get it um, to be popular. But there's legitimately, you know, a lot of developers that I know that are cashing in as well, you know, making little images, little artwork. I mean, the biggest one was that one guy who sold it for like $60 million, right? Who kind of set off this this trend. I forget yeah. what his name is, but I'll look it up. Um, the first artist that kind of did his digital artwork, uh, like a montage or something. Um, mosaic montage. Uh, I haven't really talked to you about this, so I want to kind of hear your side because these are not exactly your people, right? But they're, <laughs> but I, I imagine it is a bunch of engineers and and programmers putting this thing together to make it work, right? It's definitely not artists pushing this technology. So, what are your thoughts about this? Because I, 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 I don't think I ever talked to you about this, and and, and uh, this is a big thing. Yeah, I'm actually like I'm actually torn on it okay right um because one way one one on one side i see the notion of how the blockchain um can help artists um track providence of artwork right yeah. so if you say like say actual physical art there's a whole process of provenance, yep. who owned it, and keep a track of that so that you can, you can know whether it's a legit piece of art, Yeah. right? Yeah. So you could track the owners and, and, and know that it is from this set of artwork and all of that kind of stuff. So there's, there's a whole notion of that, and that's what makes it a, a unique piece of art, right? Or it limits the amount of, of art, right? So there's, so, there's, so there's that whole discussion, right? Um, I think, like sitting at home come up with like a bunch of different images and how to combine them in programmatic ways to make them unique and and make some of them less more rare than others in a, in a fake way and then putting it up on a website and then selling it and then people buying it and then speculating that it's going to go up in value just because there's scarce amounts of it and it and the only purpose of it ever is to just exist digitally and go up in value, there's debate about whether that's useful for anybody. Now it's it's probably yeah. it's probably useful for the people that are a making the art and making yeah. millions of dollars off of just offering something that people are gonna speculate on. Yeah. And it's useful for, for the first people in into the pyramid who will who will like speculate up the prices and, and then and then dump. When, when the time is right. And it's not so useful if you are at the end of that, right? Yeah. Or if you, or if the whole thing's a scam and there's no regulation and somebody goes, just disappears with all, all the money and, and you have nothing, right? Yeah. So like, there's a lot, there's a lot of issues of bad actors and people speculating that make it something that's like really, really sketchy, right? And of course, video game companies seeing it and wanting to integrate it into their games and things like that, they're not sitting there saying to themselves, what is the thing we could offer our users that will make them, you know, continue playing our game that will be value to our users? They're looking at how can we extract money from our customers? How can we gain revenue, right? 
I know some people that are trying to pitch their games right now. They're not doing NFT or blockchain or anything like that. And they're like, man, it's really hard to sell a game right now. But if I tell them it's an NFT game, I'll get funding in like two seconds, mm-hmm. right? That tells you it's about the money, right? Yeah. And then like this, and not even talk about blockchain and it's um, especially even with Ethereum, which is what most NFTs are based on the Ethereum network, right? Um, the environmental impact, the energy use, right? To just track provenance, it seems like a very wasteful way of doing that, right? Because it's, it's a huge amount of energy spend to do this, right? And some people who are like NFT experts would be like, but there's a different way that people are researching to do it that will make it less energy intensive. Yeah, that'll be cool well, when that's like more widespread, but it isn't right now, right? Um, and so, so like the, those are reasons why people are really pushed up against it because like for sure, if you're seeing it in the in the video game context, you've seen Square Enix, Ubisoft pushing it. You know for sure if Ubisoft is pushing it. It's about money and it ain't about their users, and that's where you're seeing the the pushback. Right? Yeah, I will say this right. Um, the fallout, the loot crate fiasco, right? Uh, I I blame this trend about microtransactions in, on the mobile market because they do it so well, right? I, I do think the NFT blockchain tech that's going to be utilizing games the best will be a mobile game first, right? Or well, not by much. It's, it's already, already happening. PC games. Like there's, there's Decentraland. There's, I know. There's... But I think the biggest one that where, where it becomes accepted, right, will be mm-hmm. through the mobile game first right uh i I don't think it's these pc games that they're going to do it i mean there's going to be little pockets of it but to see it on the grand scale of like oh this is the thing just like how customizable skins um are being released on free to play and stuff that that to me was a positive from the loot crate fiasco right first of all we, we we started way back a decade ago where it was downloadable content so it's just extra content after you buy the physical game comes out a quarter, six months, whatever, right? Um, that was kind of like a small uh, snippet of, of that thing, right? And then it, it, it transformed to what it is today, which is like on Fortnite, you can buy a special skin that doesn't affect gameplay because there was a, f- a scenario, a phase there where it was affecting gameplay and nobody liked it and we were pushing against it pretty damn hard, right? So to me, I equate that little phase of pushback to now with this blockchain and nft right it's similar because it like as gamers hey let me be clear right i get so much flack every time i kind of talk to people about this on the podcast or like just researching on it right they're like oh you're just you're just a pr firm for blockchain (laughs) and nft it's like bro I have I am the cheapest mofo when it comes to buying anything extra, dude. I am the default skin dude in Fortnite or anything because I refuse. I grew up in the PC world where everything was free in Counter-Strike, right? Where custom skins was made by this kid in a garage and you just download it and locally you change the skin. Like that's where I come from the modding days, right? So I am never about buying anything and I have yet to do it. Let me put that out there. So I'm that guy. 
But even you then, you you I never bought anything. Never bought anything. I swear yeah. to God, yeah. never, never. I play the bare minimum, and if I like the gameplay, I keep playing. <laughs> Hearthstone, you never bought a pack in Hearthstone. Nothing. I never buy any of that. I play Valorant all the time. I don't buy any of the gun skins. Uh, I pick it up when people die, and it's cool. And that's my little moment of, uh, you know, uh, uh, flossing, right? But other than that, I don't buy anything. So, with that, I do recognize how those skins. There's a lot of people that like it. Obviously, there's a value to it, right? The same way I do see that little, this phase that we're going through as gamers, as developers, we're figuring it out. Like you, I do feel like there is value to track the original digital ownership, right? Some people don't get it. I don't collect art, right? Maybe you do. But I recognize and respect that, you know, there is value in original art in the physical world. And so at least this gives the same equivalent of that in the digital world, which I feel like we are in, deep in the digital world and it's getting crazier and to the point that it'll be 50-50 uh, and then eventually hit that threshold of 75-25 where people prefer to be connected all the time and visit their virtual home and hang up virtual digital artwork that they own, right? It's heading to that eventually, right? Just think PlayStation Home and then actually working. <laughs> well, but, well, that's the thing. You say, as soon as you say that, picture Second Life, picture... First of all, the people that made Second Life should be mad as hell right now because everybody, yeah, everybody's trying to get in on the thing that they've been Copy doing that for shit, the yeah. last, last 20 years, right? Yeah. And... and and we thought it was dumb then. Yeah. And we think it's dumb now. Right? It's less dumb now. But somehow, yeah, no, yeah. but somehow we're, we're all, we're all about it. Right. And, and I, I see some value. There yeah. is some value there. Right. But then it's NFTs don't necessarily. There are, there is a stupid the, thing about NFTs. Work. Right. I do get it right now. Like I don't get it. And some people, and some people are like, "Oh, but in the metaverse, you can share assets." That's an NFT across different games, right? And I think there's been numerous threats on Twitter, yeah, like from technical people debunking like how that doesn't really work, right? Um, like, like fundamentally, right? There's things you could do to try to get around it if there's one central service that was all about nft game interchange and it was all using a common file format and then different games could put in their converters into this big system right but it yeah. doesn't it doesn't exist and there's very little incentive for for different games to even do all that work to support somebody else's content in their game right it's so, gonna be a while yeah so but like so the, there's a reason whole, why the, the whole argument's been debunked by like professional people in the industry right yeah. And and then like you were saying something about it has to be on mobile. Axie Infinity is on mobile. You can play Axie Infinity on mobile. Dude, I got so much shit from Axie Infinity. So I was talking about that <laughs> from Dice Twenty Twenty Two, and like yeah. this Reddit user was giving me shit, saying like, "Hey, man, you got to do harder research because their whole economy collapsed." It's like I don't think so. They're still up and running, uh, and there's just recent report that you know there's it's a scam of some sort, right? And I got to look more deeper into it, but um, I do know about that game. 
uh it's done in the philippines by a group of students um maybe there is something to it saying that you know uh it hasn't been really figured out but we're, we're talking about first games here right you, you can't you can't uh conclude like the existence of the usage of this technology by one game that just came out that had some success right oh, well i think we've talked about like we've like these games yeah. and then so then of course all of the leaders and the and the think piece uh people and all the people in this space are starting to start say like you know there's a whole new gaming segment the whole playing to earn segment yeah. and i'm just like bruh that sounds like a job like like you know like games games used to be fun used to be about fun now now we're talking about playing to earn not to say that that's you know like you know the game industry is very broad and we should allow different things in right but we're also allowing something in that like again is harmful to the environment doesn't really necessarily serve any sort of practical purpose the technology itself doesn't provide any practical service other than speculation and and taking money from people um and there's a lot of ways to, to create like we've talked about already right there's a lot of ways to create scarcity and a marketplace and unique items in game worlds. We've been doing it, yeah. right? Loot boxes, auction houses, like these things have existed, right? And now we try. We have this NFT thing that we're trying to shove into games because, because, because of course we are, right? But we don't really have a real reason to. Oh, other this is than, a real reason other, to. Other, other than the the speculation and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, yeah, I mean the speculation is a little far fetched. I mean, yeah. if anyone. For for anyone that that understands game development, it, it takes a little while, man. It takes a little while to create these universes and make them all connected, and then finally, you as an avatar walk around in, in interconnected <laughs> in, in these different worlds. I mean, right now we're we're just at the beginning phases of of Microsoft, Sony uh, snatching up all these studios and and, and Epic, uh, and, and somehow having these people talk to each other if. If there is a reason to, right? You know, you can't take develop A to develop B and, and just tell them to do something, right? There's going to be some maybe initial discussions for their next project, right? And we're talking, like I said, five to ten years of maybe some news about this metaverse happening, right? It's definitely not Facebook <laughs> figuring this out. They are so far behind the line. You you can't even see them in the line. They're like around the corner of of this line, right? <laughs> like they don't even know how to make a game yet, right? So we we have to start with these studios to know how to make a game. Uh, and I don't none even this, think that's the none step. Of this, none of what yeah. you're saying here says that we need the NFTs for that. Yes, it's a deeper. Here's why. Here's why I'm not exactly with you on this, right? Yeah. If this has been the case for the last six months in the year and no one's touching it, right? However, you have friends, I have friends, and they're making shit and they're people selling it to people who people, wants it. People are touching it. And I have forever friend that's an artist. He's all about it, right? Yeah. People are doing it because they are making money. Yes. Right? That is the driver right it isn't about the usefulness for no the but some artists some artists are doing it because yeah they they really do believe in like 
my art is a thing I want people to own. I make digital art and there was no mechanism before for me to, to guarantee sure. ownership and, and increase its value and to create scarcity. Yeah, there was, you could just make 10 different images, put it in a server, give, give somebody who buys it a login to download the picture right and that's their picture and if they choose <laughs> and if they choose to have someone copy it or make a copy of it yeah because but you can still do that with nfts nfts are not uncopyable you can still copy them right you can just right click save as right but then they're saying oh but it doesn't have value because it doesn't have the blockchain attached to it but yeah. it's like <laughs> but it's the art right i can just right it. and, and so the other this, thing about it the yeah. other thing is about it is i could remint it yeah. as a new nft and say it's mine now right so like, uh, like color it like, differently yeah and then some people some real hardcore proponents would be like well yeah of course because but now it's a different thing and the blockchain will say that it's different but it's the same image yo you so you tell me the only thing of value is is, is the blockchain that's attached to it yes here's the thing about art right i don't I don't How's own any, any piece of art from a login into a server where I well, this is where access. this is where it needs to be understood, right? What's yeah. the difference of owning uh, owning a Van Gogh and having a digital version of it, like a printed version of it, right? To me, it looks the same, but knowing that it's the original, that's what brings it value, right? So to me, mm-hmm. it's that same type of feeling transferred to the digital world. And but the print, like in the art world, the physical print also has lesser value because it's not an original. Right. So it's the same thing as this NFT right. stuff. So to me, it, it's a good equivalent, right? Like I'm a digital so, so, artist. Okay. So if I do like an that. artist and your yeah. art has some value and it's all digital, right? So we're not talking yeah. about the difference between an actual painted canvas and a printed yeah. canvas. We're talking it's all digital art. Yeah. And then I steal your art and I, yeah. I mint it. I have yeah. now decreased the value of your original creation because now does it though it doesn't it doesn't if it doesn't decrease the value of the physical art because there's a lot of printed version and i'm just xeroxing it over and over and over right if it doesn't devalue the original art the digital version shouldn't be devalued either because it's being copied right there is there is a bragging right and traceable bragging right saying that now there is an original digital art that someone does own and you can trace it back to history there is if you are into that type of world then it should have the same there's no equivalent. difference to me yeah. giving you a password to a server that's hosting that image. okay now you're talking about kind of windows pc and, and valve steam deck only a few <laughs> will do no, that no. they need a no, third party saying, to handle all saying, that in the background. i'm saying there's no difference between yeah. that right so we don't need a technology that is more energy, energy intensive Right, and we don't need to, to find a problem for it to solve, and that's what yeah. we're doing, right? Right, and, that, and that's 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 I think is the problem more so than that's it's less see. trendy the way you're doing it, right? Yeah, blockchain, and, and, it, and it doesn't help, and it doesn't help that a lot of the, the hardcore proponents of blockchain are very annoying, yeah, and and and, and they're people that are easy to dislike, and, and so then people latch onto that too because then it's all the speculation and the tech bro nonsense, right? And, it just yeah it's it's just has so much baggage attached to it now that whenever somebody does mention it like you're saying it's immediate like oh no that's 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 poison right yeah i just can't i'm not there yet man it's like i just see when people talk about how there's so much people making money off it right 
I don't I see it both ways. It's like, well, obviously someone's buying it, right? So there's there's a seller and a buyer involved in this transaction I mean, and the the hype is just equally uh from people, both sides. People have this argument all the time, right? You yeah. know, like you can say the same thing with other bad things in the world like yeah. well, people are buying it, you know what I mean? And yeah. um and the thing is like, yeah, like we're people, we're going to we're going to do things if if you're gonna let us do things right, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. But it's a matter of, do you want to be party to that or not, right? Is yeah. it against what you believe in, right? It doesn't matter if people buy it or not, right? Like, I mean, right now, if you wanted to make money, you could start selling cocaine if you wanted to, right? But you're not gonna do that. <laughs> you can't connect right? because the it's, it's against your it's against your values. Like, yeah, you but you're not it, right? okay. You and, have and the so hurting the environment, sure. And so but, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is like, if you are against it for whatever principled reasons, you're not going to want to do it. People are going to buy it, sure. You know, pe- people have been buying it. And some people with just too much money to spend have been buying it, honestly. Right? Yeah. But like, like, what is the value? Like, where is really- The value is where anyone believes there's value i mean that's what crypto is right i mean that's the fundamental of this whole age of digital money and digital transactions and that is speculation it's all speculation but it's staying that's the funny thing man like if you're talking about bitcoin years ago it's this it's to me it's the dumbest thing in the world right but like people are hyped into it and it's staying it's not going away to me like the industry is big enough for these sectors to survive, right? Like, there's like user-generated content games as a genre now, right? Uh, mm-hmm. For a while, Little Big Planet Minecraft was kind of a thing, and now it's growing into this sector. I don't think it's gonna take over, right? All these games that we love, but it, it it's exists in its own little bubble in the same way these blockchain NFT games. Yeah. I don't think it's going to take over everything, but it, it exists for its own crowd, and I don't think it should be shunned for that. Um, it could e- it could easily take over, like especially like you see what Ubisoft was doing and some of these. They want to do it. It, yeah. it could easily become the next loot box because it's a way of making even more money, and especially like, hey, what if we made our own coin? Sure, and then we can speculate, get people's money for this coin. You know, and and like and and drive up the value for real more money, money yeah. because like yo, this video game thing is risky, and like mm-hmm. this thing, at least we know we could get 40 percent of total revenue off of this, right? Yeah. It's it's it's, and that's what, and I think people see that, and developers definitely see that, and we're like, yeah, nah, you guys are being greedy, you're being greedy, right? Yeah. and I will say and most developers just... under these houses are opposed to it, right? <laughs> but you see also a lot of indie developers who are for it right uh, that are doing it and doing whatever they can to grab this money for for money reasons but they're doing it to get to get their bread yeah to get they're the bread get yeah. so like i you know they they count as developers too they're of the same group and uh i do i'm not so worried about it because in the end i do think players and gamers get to vote with their wallets right it's not gonna be we can't be forced into something we don't like doing. Like, if there's no support behind it, no one's buying, right? Yeah. And uh, there's such a strong opposition against it, and there is a, a good enough support around it where uh, 
maybe a small niche group will continue uh, doing it and then buying it. But the others, to me, you know, if you don't like it, you're not going to be bothered by it so much. I just don't understand why there's there's such a need to have a rejection for the whole thing, right? If you don't like it, just go somewhere else. Uh, and I so... You, I told you all the reasons, right? Uh, yeah, I get it, you, but like... You, you get the reasons I, why. Yeah, there's a lot of games I don't like, right? Yeah. That I think are stupid, right? A lot of them are mobile games. Yeah. But I'm not standing out there with the picket uh, sign saying that they should not if, exist. If you thought <laughs> that those games were fundamentally destroying humanity, would you feel different? Yeah, there's a lot of things about social networks that I feel like it's destroying our brain cells. But yeah, I'm not out there yeah. <laughs> voting against it. Right? I just don't participate. I don't partake. And it's a choice you know, that I feel should be protected, man. If you don't want to make blockchain NFT game, you shouldn't. If you don't want to buy blockchain NFT games, you shouldn't. But I'm not going to go out there and 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 basically be out there like uh, abortion protesters, right? <laughs> and tell you how to live your life. I just some people, don't. Some people get, would would, would do that. abortions and they would protest yeah. other things and, and and they would protest the harm that NFTs are doing to the world. Like, yeah, they would totally. And they would they would also they would also protest gambling or you know whatever right. right and definitely NFTs are you know let's just be real that is it, it is yeah okay. I do feel like this stage and I agree with you blockchain like a lot of people it's, who talk about this kind of gloss over blockchain being unhackable right it's like anything's hackable uh, like how is this guaranteed right maybe I don't understand the technology enough but that, I feel like that does gloss over a lot of times where it's like oh if someone figure it out we just do it right and mm-hmm. like, like I feel like I can pirate anything at these stages like what, what, what guarantees are there that this original artwork will stay original well that's yeah that's mostly the thing about blockchain right is that uh, NFTs yeah right is that yeah maybe blockchain is a little bit more secure yeah. but with NFTs the asset itself is not actually stored in the blockchain. Yeah. The blockchain stores a link to the asset. So the asset yeah. is is hosted somewhere. In yeah. all cases, it's hosted somewhere. Yeah. And so now that hosting site is is hackable. Okay. And I can just download whatever I want up out of there once I hack it. You know right. what I mean? And so this whole notion that yeah, the NFTs, because they're backed by blockchain, they're secure and like they're more secure than say an asset on the server is is false because it's literally still an asset on the server somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it, it, the whole the whole thing the whole thing is literally like some technology, and then somebody was like, "Oh, I know, I could I could solve this problem with this technology. Look how cool this is!" And then in came all the scammers and the thieves, and then of course in typical video game fashion, we we're like, "What if?" we could make money from this too, you know? And, and that's where you're getting a lot of the pushback and the hate um, because a lot of people are like, this thing is, is a, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's corrupt. It's scammy. And it's not that in all cases, but there's a lot of cases of that. Right. And so then it colors people's perception of it. Yeah. To me, it's all part of this phase, man. This is the phase where, you know, you're finding what is acceptable and what's not. With this, I don't then, think it's completely I, gonna be gone. I have, yeah, I have discussions with people about this, and, and they're like, they're like, you know, who likes cryptocurrency? 
drug dealers and criminals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's untraceable and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel you. Like, people are going to use technology for good or bad. Scrupulous things for good or bad, right? Um, but then, but then you see, you know, what's going on in the world right now. And then people are like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to sanction people then. And they can just switch to crypto to do all of their business, right? And that's untrackable and it's outside of all the monetary situations, right? And so, and then the detractors of crypto would look, look at that and be like, see, it's getting our way around legally imposed sanctions and it's allowing for criminal activity and sketchiness to still prevail. This is a bad thing to have in the world, right? That's the stance. Right, and I, I can't say I am fully on that camp, but I also like when it comes to NFTs and video games, I just think it's useless. I just hate the fact that people just like dismiss the fact that people don't do criminal activities with regular currency. Right now, it's like you ever heard of laundering money? It's like it happens. I mean, bad no, people I mean, will find bad things to do. No, well, I mean, no matter with crypto, what, with crypto though, that is actually the future. Right, like with, with with real money, it's like you have to go through a lot of hoops to be laundering and, and and doing corrupt things with your money. With crypto, that is like literally the future, right? It's like, yo, you cannot be traced, <laughs> right? Like that's, like, that's that yeah for now. Right? But like, uh, I mean, we hear rumors of these government like finding ways to yes, to yes. to legalize it and yeah. put restrictions on, it. and it's gonna happen, right? And when it becomes the norm, it's just they're fighting the last fight. And it's getting to that point, right? And tax evasion, a lot of tax evasion. All this shit, yeah, forward. it's gonna happen, guys. Just hold on. Like, people are just so fast to jump into conclusions about, like, this is a set thing and then we're not gonna be... No, you're part of this phase of, of, of being against it. If there are shitty things about blockchain and NFT that you don't like, then you are challenging the, 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 the supporters to kind of back it up because they want, in the end, your acceptance, right? They're not gonna... You know, they want that other 99.9% to embrace this thing, right? So they're going to do whatever they can to compromise to make it acceptable uh, for as much of that percentage as they can because it helps them, right? They can't just be in this little circle uh, jerk <laughs> and, and just, like, please themselves about NFTs, right? They need everybody, even the haters, especially the haters, uh, to kind of be behind the technology. So... Yeah, it's one of those top. It's like one of the only topics in the past years where I just like accidentally cough it right immediately. Like this whole crowd just come at me as if I'm like a I'm against humanitarian rights or something, right? It's like no, I'm just asking questions, man. And I feel <laughs> like we are at the stage where there's just an outrage against anything, and nobody wants to discuss it, right? And I'm just. I I'm always neutral until I have all my facts, and I, that's where I want to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, some people, like I said before, some people think it is a source of evil in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. That's too much. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you believe that, though, then then it's it's worth having that much hatred for it, right? And, and if every example you can point to is about getting money, harming the environment, sketchiness and scams mm -hmm. what good is it every everybody though come on man there's a lot of you you talking I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying like a lot of the, you it's always what's getting reported it's always what's getting talked about 
yeah. you're you're throwing up Gabe. Gabe is like, I'm not allowing that stuff on the Steam store because he he also knows like on the Steam store, like Steam is already a vile cesspit of 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 sketchiness and scams and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And as soon as you put NFTs in the mix, it's just gonna it's very complicated. To the fire. Right. So like Gabe's like, I want no parts of that. This is more headache for me and my lawyers. Yeah, it's unproven. I mean, they try to accept crypto, but because of its uh, volatility, you know, it's, it's, you can't no build sense. a business around it. Yeah, it no like, sense. I really do feel crypto needs some kind of regulations because you can't walk off a plane two hours later and suddenly your money is like half its value. Right. But then that's exactly against the feature of it. Right. It's about yeah. not being tied to a central bank. It's, it's about not being regulated. That's why it's a thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then as soon as you say, well, we need to do this so that the price stays stable. That's why the speculators are there because the price isn't stable and it's highly volatile. Right. So that they get in and, and ride the wave and, and ride the bumps and, and it's going up, it's going up, stonks, stonks holding go up. Right. Like that's why they're there. They don't want it to be stable. And then CG regulated. It's not sustainable, it, man. CG regu- regulated and stabilized it, people are going to dump it because it's no longer the speculative money, money generated that they, that they wanted it to be. Right? Yeah. Well, if everyone's, my fear is like there are, obviously advantages to these things and the yeah. get rich scheme people are are kind of ruining like i was just talking about kickstarter earlier today um how kickstarter in the last two years actually are is having kind of comeback right a lot of project game projects in particular are are are, are getting funded more more than it used to uh, than three years ago so it's been an uptrend right mm-hmm. so to me like kickstarter at the beginning was kind of going through this shitty phase of scammers and then uh, what's left of it are, like, the loyal supporters it's, it's funny and good projects. Kickstarter. It's funny you mentioned Kickstarter because you know what happened recently, right? What happened recently? Let me know. That they announced that they're doing their own their own uh, token. I know. That's like, and, I heard and they got And they got hammered. Shit on. Yeah. They got hammered for that, right? So. I so think yeah. big companies I don't know, I don't announcing. Know where has ended up. I have no idea where that has ended up. But, but that just seemed very. That seems like Kickstarter is like, we need to do something that will get some investors in here. <laughs> I know. And they're like, we need to create our own token. That's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. They're, they're Dave and Buster's token. Right. <laughs> I think it's a very bad idea for, for, um, for big companies to kind of be behind unproven technology right now. Like I, I do agree. Like this is more like a, a indie crowd, smaller endeavor, Dude, right. To kind of figure this shit out. Axie, test the you're, talking about, you're talking about small and testing things out. Axie Fail fast. market yeah. fast market market cap is like three point six billion dollars or something stupid. Which There's is so what is? Can you Axie that? Infinity. Axie Infinity. That right? small company is already three point six. Yeah, dude. Like so, like it. The amount of money that is flowing through these things is ridiculous. Like sandbox, people are buying a virtual lot of land next to Stoop Dog for. Two hundred and fifty thousand, right? Like it's crazy, right? So, so it's it's not small indie. Let's try this out. People out here making real money, right? Like real, real money. Man, I need to catch up on the sexy affinity, man. Why are haters <laughs> hating on this shit so much? Tots one day trading volume of sixteen point seventy five million. Like it's it's crazy. You know who's upset at this, right? The most this whole NFT thing. 
Um, what's that space game that you like? That we oh, made fun of? <laughs> See, that's, that's okay. Hold on. See, perfect example. Perfect example, actually. You don't yeah. need NFTs. Star citizens out here making money regardless. And they're, and they're selling you J, scarce JPEGs. And they, <laughs> and they still making a ton of money. So you don't need NFTs. Well, here's the difference, man. You talk just, about just be like Star Citizen. <laughs> Earning $3.6 They only have been around like less than a year, right? That's way more money than Star Citizen have made for the past seven years. Dude, that's seven Kickstarters. <laughs> Dude, that's the big difference, don't give, bro. Don't give don't give Chris Roberts any ideas. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, you be you be lying to yourself. You don't think Chris Robinson is looking at this <laughs> NFT as an extra life, bro. He's always scheming about the next ship that he can that, sell that doesn't and that exist. Should, and that should tell you everything you need to know about yeah. what he Oh, I didn't know it was that crazy, man. <laughs> I need to look at the ecosystem more. Uh, I had no idea. That, that, that is not an indie crowd anymore, man. If you three point three billion dollar valuation of your company, man. But that's what I'm saying. You're out here saying it's indie and it's small things. Like I mean, we're talking about this at Dice. You know, people are going to all these tech conferences, having whole whole discussions about cryptocurrency. It's no longer a small thing. It's talked in the same breath as metaverse. You know, it's not. But a small it, thing. well, when I say small thing, I mean more like, you know, teams like Axie Infinity, right? I, I like it needs to stay nimble because you know smaller companies, obviously doing bigger things, have the ability to learn fast and be. Uh, listening uh to what's going on on a day like this is where mobile is really good right they they, they react on a day-to-day basis larger companies like ubisoft uh activision they're very slow and i don't think they're the right people to kind of figure out this technology to get us where we need to be uh faster right uh and, and they have this bad branding when it comes to this stuff anyways uh you know they're they're evil corporations. No matter how many good games do they do, whatever they touch is always in the, at least what we think of them in the worst intentions, right? Like how Gabe Noel said, like the bad actors. At least with these smaller companies, there's a natural sympathy to it, right? So to me, as a big player, of course I want to get in on the action, but there's a lot of bad press and pushback automatically from all this shit. I kind of want to just sit back. Like how Activision Blizzard does with most things, right? To kind of prove itself and let the small guys win favors first and then step in after it becomes more the norm, right? Because the worst people that do it the the with the in the worst way are these big companies, right? The indie people, I feel like, yes, they're getting the bread. But I think they have overall more morality <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. They're figuring it out, maybe in their best interest first, but secondly, you know, they're trying to include their loyal supporters as much as they can because they know they need them to survive. So it has to start at on the ground floor, the foundation of these smaller groups. To, to to for this to keep be adopted 
more widely, right? Yeah, At least that's maybe. my thoughts. I, I just don't see Ubisoft and Fortnite going out this and then suddenly it's all cool and dandy, right? It's so many questions like we proposed in this whole episode. I'm still unsure. Like, I haven't heard anybody said anything where I'm like, yeah, this is how it works. I hear stories like this, like Axie Infinity yeah. making bank. And I was like, well, there's something there, but what is it exactly? What are they doing right? And why are they still being hated on? Like, what people what are the reasons? Be, people yeah. be greedy, yo. That's, that's why. That's why. Yeah, but people it's not one-sided. Greedy. You know, there's people yeah. buying it. People like it. So but people, are, people are doing it because they're greedy, man. <laughs> you know, like, that's just how it is. You know, people, people It just greedy. takes one good designer to kind of figure out a way to make this fun, right? I, I, I just think developers should not be straight up opposing it and say this will never work right just be a designer and figure out how it could work for the better good and be an example right and or otherwise all the bad designers are the one at the control yeah that's the shitty part about good people it's like they sit back and let it happen i think we've been here though man like you remember you remember the 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 real money auction house and yeah diablo 3 and yeah all of that program about yeah. like you know we've been here yeah you know we've been done this and and uh yeah it's just it's just people have a technology and they're just trying to find out where else can they they shove it where it doesn't belong clearly <laughs> and, and, and that's what we have. all right so let me end it with this how far off do you think this is going to be laid to rest and what scenario you feel like it's going to be where it's going to exist where it's acceptable dude i i'm i'm really pessimistic and i just i i just you think it's going to be gone a few years from now no no i'm really pessimistic where i think it will be here the i think it is here to stay as much as we're pushing against it in gaming yeah um i don't know how much more integrated it's going to get in the gaming space because the 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 pushback is really strong pretty bad yeah pretty strong um so i don't know where it's going to go there um, I think a lot of the people that are saying that this is the ticket to sharing assets in a metaverse environment. It's not there yet. I yeah. think that, it's not just that it's not there yet. I think they're in for like all of the technical hurdles that make that impossible, right? Um, without some real, somebody needs to like own that problem. And everybody has to agree that that is the standard that they're going to use. And so, yeah, good luck with that. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, I think it's here to stay. I don't know. Like I think it might stay in in the Decentraland sandbox, Axie Infinity realm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how much how much bigger it's gonna get. Right. Like you saw, who was who else said they're gonna do NFTs? Oh, it was uh, Stalker. The Stalker devs. They were like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna do NFT in the next Stalker game, and then people are like, oh no, you're not. And then they're like, oh, you know what? Our bad. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. We're not going to do NFTs, right? So you can't be popular. Back. Yeah, and they stepped way back from it. Um, so, like, I, I just don't see it going that route, right? So it might just stay in those little small games that are all about the speculation and making money. Yeah, to me, and I'll end it with this: the timeline is very similar with how Loot Crate went about it. Right? It took a few years for us to figure out the formula, and part of Loot Crate is existing right now with these downloadable packs uh, or season passes, right? To me, those are loot crates, but done in a very tactful way. 
and it took us a while to get there. I mean, I hate the fact that people forget that and they say, well, we fought loot crates and it died. It's not, it didn't die. It just got repackaged in a way that was acceptable. And well, I they feel it, they, they, they found the business model yeah. that wouldn't have people in uproar. Yeah. It also loot crates never, 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 never were claimed to be sources of evil in the world. And NFTs. Wait, 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 wait! What are you talking about? Wait, wait, wait! You saying EA never got hung? No, no, like like people hated on them, but nobody said, "Hey, you're destroying the earth from from the the computing technology existing." Nobody has said that. Nobody has said that your loot boxes are only for criminals to run Ponzi schemes, right? Like, like nobody has said these things about loot boxes, right? So, so, the, so the vitriol is like, it's, there's a little bit extra layer to it more than just hate on it. Yeah. But I feel nowadays people are a lot more, uh, uh, unfazed <laughs> with these level of threats that are happening as the day yeah. passes, right? It's less, people are less shocked, uh, than they were back then. So when you say things like that, it just like washes off and you're like a repellent, right? It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm saying, like, I'm saying, I don't even think I'm that far on NFTs. I just think they're useless, right? But, useless, but like, yeah. but, but some, like, some folks are literally like, no, this is a Ponzi scheme. It's preying on people. Yeah, like, it's cool if you're not, you know, as with all Ponzi schemes, it's cool if you're not the last person in, right? And criminals are using this, and it's destroying the earth. That's reason enough. That we don't want any parts. I'll, I'll put that on the shelf as I kind of yeah. talk more and then figure this out. <laughs> to me, like, I, yeah, I, I was upset back when I was a yeah. kid and I bought these Chuck E. Cheese tokens that I don't use up <laughs> and they're just useless metals that I keep in my pocket for years and years to come. And they changed yeah. it up, right? To me, it's the equivalent of that. These are just like, they have to work. If they don't, then yeah, you are kind of left with. A bunch once of bags, time, right? Once, once upon a time, those tokens were actually uh, the same weight and size as a quarter, so you could actually use it at a real arcade. Once upon a time, and then they got hip to that and stopped doing that. But <laughs> yeah, to me, it's kind of the same. So there are a lot of people discussing it. Listeners and viewers out there, hey man, I'm just trying to find how the hell XC Infinity is making tons of dough, and how the hell, <laughs> like. And who are these people that are buying? Because I'm the first, man. I I draw the line between physical art and having value and actual ownership over into digital. I think in the digital world, it is nice to have something like that or building up to it. Right? We don't have it yet. right? It's, the technology is faulty. And to me, I don't trust it just yet. But I do like that idea. right? And um, whatever people are doing with it, to each of their own. I'm not there yet, right? I don't, I don't find value owning owning like a GIF, a GIF, right? You know that to me, I don't care. But I am the wrong type of audience for buying anything that, you know, I can't hold in my hand and and have a experience with it, right? So I'm not the type. But I am watchful because you know, part of me is being a businessman, but. It's not interesting to me, right? It's interesting to me to kind of see more of the reaction from it. That's where I come from. Yeah. I mean, you're you're an artist, though, right? And you're, I am an you're, artist. You're yeah. a 3D artist. I mean, you could you could easily be like, I'm gonna make NFT 3D art, and and it's gonna be 
I just don't know these people that buy them, right? So I guess one of my next journey is like, who are these buyers? And I want them to explain to me why they feel that's valuable versus, like you said, you know, I write, click, cut, and copy and paste. I've heard a lot of the reasons why it all comes out. What, do you know anyone that actually buy this shit? Like, I I haven't met that person yet. I, I know a lot of people that sells it. And they're making yeah. bang bucks from it. But I haven't met a person that is collecting this shit and saying are... this is the most valuable thing I'll have for the next 10, 20 years. Yeah, and... I don't know if I have, I know anybody directly that is buying NFTs directly, but I know people that are proponents of it. And yeah. they're, like, they're like, why are you hating? It's just like any other piece of art. Why There's a big difference, man. It? You can talk right. all day and... behind a fence and you don't yeah. spend a dime, right? But I need yeah. to talk to that motherfucker. Spent like thousands of dollars. Yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on 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 a piece of land next to Snoop Dogg. I don't know people that have that kind of money. Right? Yeah, but this is this is why I don't trust it yet, right? Because yeah. I need to have a friend that does that, because otherwise I feel like it's a bunch of phantom investors. That are just hyping up something, right? Just mm-hmm. to make sure that it goes through, right? And I feel like that people certainly are feeling that way because I talk to you and I talk to these proponents, right? That are supporters, but they haven't bought a damn thing, right? So I don't know where these people exist. Who are these people? And it is a search that I'm going to keep going to invite them off to this podcast. Because I want to talk to them. And maybe understanding their psychology, the empathy will be there. The understanding will be there why this will become a thing. But Because right now, I do feel it is kind of schemey. You know, I talk to developers that have, obviously, uh, business advantages of making this work, right? You know, being a seller. I get it. I understand that psychosis. But, uh, yeah, the buyers, dude. I just not there yet. I'm just, I can make 3D art and like you said, and mint it and make it super, you know, original or whatever. But dog, dog, who who is buying this shit? I'm on the X Infinity Marketplace, man. And I'm just like, I never been on here before, and it's like the Axies are selling for twenty two dollars, pieces of land anywhere from five to seven thousand dollars. You know, items you could buy items for your characters. You know, they're around. But these, like, people doubt the metaverse, and I do agree you to an extent where it won't be a Microsoft or Sony who are buying all these companies and telling them to make to make them work together and come up with a metaverse. I really do think it's something like this, where it's Axie Infinity or Among Us who create a, a game so compelling that people want to hang out in that universe and suddenly it becomes that theme, right? And where they want to live in that universe, right? I think that's actually how the metaverse will be. And and if that's the case, if that's the case, the metaverse can support your Visa credit card and you can just buy everything with your with regular ass money like yeah. everybody else. Right? Like, you know, NFTs don't really solve for that see the only nft thing like i do go back to the playstation home if i want to hang out the digital art on my digital <laughs> wall right yeah it becomes I mean, valuable then yeah i mean you can hang digital art in like i can make a metaverse right now where you sign up and i give you a piece of artwork that or even i let you import your own artwork that is completely unique 
and you yeah. can display it in the game. That's usually that's called user generated content. It's called modding. Yeah, but your art is a copy of my <laughs> art, which is the original. <laughs> and right, you just Xerox yours, but mine says it's original. Therefore, it's cost. It's it's values. Like that that argument, I think is yeah. sound right there people who collect art you know they like there's it because it's original there's right there's something to be said for providence of art yes yeah our nfts the blockchain the answer to that in a digital world Meh. yeah you're not there yet do you do you own art let me end it with that do you own any do piece own, of art i do own art yes oh valuable piece of art well, it depends on what you, what you say valuable, right? But, like, I own piece of Like, art. other people will like to buy it from you at a good amount of money. I mean, I, w- I would hope, like, if, if, like, you know, heaven forbid, when, when the artist of some of the art I have passes away, maybe it will go up in value, yeah. right? Because he would stop making art because he would be dead, right? Yeah. And that's what it will go up in value. But also, like, I just I just like his art. Art. So you don't collect it for investment. You collect it because, just because you like it. Yeah, yeah. And if, if it's worth money sometime cool you know you don't also, you don't own any autograph have, memorabilia any of that stuff I, have, I i do some of it is autograph some of it is numbered and limited right i do have okay. also like like toys and stuff like that that are worth a little bit more money these days than they were back in the day when i got them yeah. you know um but like stuff like that I, I don't think i'll ever sell it you know what i mean so like so what's the point it doesn't matter what the value is because i won't sell it right even if you can buy like another house with it you wouldn't sell it Come on, like, there's a number. Like it would, there's probably a number, but like it would have to be something ridiculous, right? Yeah, it's well, already like I, NFT like, I ridiculous. Have, like, I have like a, a an original Omega Supreme in the box. Damn. Um, and that thing is like that thing is like online. You could probably get it for three, four hundred bucks. Damn. Yeah. See, you're further than me. I don't own any of that. I don't own anything that is of value over time. So if you can't make a connection with this, like that's why I have so many questions. Like the difference, the difference is those things. Okay, and, and you can people touch. Say, and people will say it's gonna be haptic feedback in VR, man. Yeah, and people will say it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. It's just how you feel about it. And I'm, I'll be like, I'll be like, cool. You think that? That's your opinion. I, I strangely disagree. That shit ain't real, right? It's digital. It's right? a different generation, man. And yeah, it, it is. I'm, I'm talking. I'm sounding like an old man. Right you sound like but, the old but guy but that's how it is kids spend their whole life on on social networks now that's their life they value and, and, things and because, online more than they do with no, physical and because of that somebody had a bright idea to say what if what if blockchain? what if we attach this to this and then say it's unique like like real physical things and and that's where this came from it, it, it was tech sitting around that was solving a different problem yeah it's your people like <laughs> then somebody say hey let's let's solve this problem yeah i don't i don't think that's a bad thing though like it's like we, we're going in circles but as a digital artist i i do like having something like that eventually that is proven and and, and like secure and does everything that it's promising i i like that idea right but I think we're far from it where your friend next door or your coworker that you know actually buy these things and collect it, right? I'm not I'm not there yet. I don't know anyone. So that yeah. keeps me at arm's length with this thing. It's like it does feel scammy at this point, right? I don't know any buyers. Shouldn't we know more buyers? It sounds popular. Shouldn't we know one buyer by this point of anything NFT related? I don't know any. I, 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 
here's the thing. I think I just I'll just be honest. I think we're just too old. And you think these are young kids with this much money? I, I, Come no, on. No, I think there's I think there's a lot of young money for sure. Like doing NFTs and doing craziness. Yeah, I think it's more a millennial thing. I think I don't think I don't, I don't know how many six year old dudes are are like yo I'm, I'm about collecting this shit. I think now maybe there might be some VCs and things like that. They're all about it now because oh yeah now it's the bandwagon. Let's get some investment in and get our money out, right? But um, yeah. but like I don't think it's 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 our generation out here just dropping money off. Oh, I gotta find it. I gotta find this person, man. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we've gone maybe, more than somebody, an hour. Maybe somebody listening. Is, is someone listening. If you know someone, or you yourself is a sucker, I would love to kind of bring you on and talk to you because I think the big part of understanding this is talking to that person and uh, I mean, kind I mean, of getting their mind around. Honestly, I don't think it's any different if you talk to the people that are buying star citizenships. I don't think it's any different, quite frankly. Oh, I think the, then the I can talk to you. I think I think one of the main. Well, then why I, did you buy Star Citizen and not any of this shit? <laughs> I think the only thing is like with Star Citizen, you know, you can't necessarily get your money back out of the ship. You can't resell it and get. Your you can't money resell. Out. It. Would that make you more interested in if you can resell all the crap that you've been sold to? In Star Citizen, I feel you're not interested. Worse. It's not your world. I mean, it's a very particular generation. I'm I'm feeling that that, that it's more about this. Anyways, uh, uh, it's never ending, man. Every time I talk to someone about this, there's, there's, no one gives me a straight answer of where it's heading, what it's about, what it needs to do uh, to kind of get everyone talking. We've, I've had guests talk about NFT who owns like a company that are uh, doing this as part of the ecosystem and. You know, I just come out with more questions, so it is definitely some of those, one of those things that is the topic of this year, unfortunately, yeah. for well, some. Well, the guess you had on that was doing it is for their job. Why are they doing it? Why are they doing it? What's, what's the purpose? What answer did they give you there? Well, he is generally interested in the technology, right? Um, Adrian Kion, I think it was a couple of episodes ago, a few episodes ago, uh, and he he's just a technologist he just loves the fact that it gives you another way to economize your game and uh there are a handful of people that are embracing it and so it's one of those things it's there's a gold rush mentality behind it right but also uh he does see the practicality but also says that it's great that people are against it right now because it, it 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 is a new technology it's not perfect it's not that great and it only gets better by people opposing it right so <clears throat> i appreciate his open-mindedness about it and i like that too it's like well you know if it didn't work then it wouldn't work and uh yes it's destroying the environment but come on that's very few oh, people on. don't global, like it because global, of that global come on man most people don't like it not because of that you know yeah, they you know, like I've they don't like it because of the, the greediness stuff. when they're when they're my age but who cares you know, be all right. that's their problem man. hey man if they're the one buying it right you say it's the young millennials buying it all up they're they're i'm not buying it i'm not supporting it <laughs> they're, they're uh they're playing into their own demise yeah yeah, it's their choice. <laughs> right? It's not my choice. It's their choice. Yeah. So uh, that concludes today's or this week's, uh, this month's roundtable, right? Uh, 
I have no doubt that we're going to talk about it again. I'm going to do my research, find more about it. Ray is going to report, you know, back to us after he talks I, to his I friends am, about it. I am not. I am absolutely not going to. <laughs> One of these days, you're going to be, out of the two of us, let's be honest here, you're going to be the first one that owns an NFT. <laughs> it won't happen. Out of the two of us. Yeah. If there's ever a possibility, you would be the first one. Because I'm the cheapest one out of two of us. <laughs> I know that for sure. You always have to put your hands Ah, there you go. You're already making excuses why you're buying that. Nothing, no, nothing <laughs> is happening. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you for joining in. See you guys next week. <laughs>